Hey, this is Alex Turcotte. Hey, this is Doc Emmerich here. Hey, this is Sean Avery. Hey, this is Jamie Baker. Hey, this is Jason Zucker. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. All right, what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Blackhawk alum, Troy Brower. Troy, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. I'm doing fabulous. So when you started out your career in the American League, you first played with the Norfolk Admirals, the then affiliate of the Chicago Blackhawks. The affiliation then changed to Rockford in the 2007-2008 season. How was the transition from you, for you from Norfolk to Rock, Rockford? Um, you know, it was a little bit different. Uh, we uh, we got a house, a couple of us guys, right on Virginia Beach. And, and uh, you know, you go to the rink when you got sandals, shorts, and, and a sweatshirt on. And when you leave, you usually got sunglasses and you're headed to the beach for a little while. So um, going from that to uh, to Rockford, which uh, is a little bit sleepier, um, it, it was a little bit of an adjustment. But that being said, I you know, I played uh, five years in Moose Jaw, so I knew uh, how to handle myself in uh, quiet little towns. <laughs> Hey, no, nothing wrong with that. Quiet little towns are where it all begins. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, we had a lot of fun. It's like anywhere that you're going to play, you're going to find your places to have some fun. Um, you know, the guys were awesome, and, and we all kind of made the transition together. So we were all learning the city, um, learning the fans and, and everything. Plus, also, it was the first time uh, that an AHL team had been there, so the city was really excited to receive us. Absolutely. So how was it playing for, how was for you playing against the Canucks, especially against, the height of the Blackhawks connects rivalry, given your past in your hometown, being from Vancouver area. You know, it, it was really interesting. You know, I grew up and I never went to a ton of hockey games, but my dad would always watch the, the uh, Canucks. And even when I made the NHL, he would always still keep me up to date on what was going on with the Canucks because, you know, he had been a fan of them for, you know, 50 years. And so I can't fault the guy for, for wanting to let go of his team, even though he cheered for my team even harder. But, uh, you know, when I was able to go back to Vancouver, um, you know, you get to see your friends, your my grandma, um, you know, all sorts of people that you haven't seen in a long time and then to be able to play against the team that uh, you grew up watching on TV was pretty special and you know one of my favorite players was Trevor Linden and uh, I think it was I don't know I want to say within my first 10 games I got to line up against him and you know I looked over at him and I'm like I, I'm like I got a signed stick of you on my wall he just laughed to himself he was like oh, I'm glad I hope you like it kid and um, but then as the, the rivalry went on you know it got a little bit more heated more heated you know, when you first get there, you're always told that Detroit was your bigger, biggest rivalry. But I think just the playoff series and the animosity that we had playing against Vancouver, it, it really made that uh, that rivalry so much more special, uh, especially to the guys playing on that team at that time. Absolutely. So I want to focus on a specific scrap you had in 2010, one of your best, in my opinion, against Anton Strawman. It echoes a theme of your career of standing up for teammates. Where did that persona come from, and do how do you remember that fight sticking up for Patrick Kane? Um, well, I remember that fight because I know he stepped up on Kaner and, and uh, kind of clipped him a little bit. And, you know, when you're just kind of playing the game, sometimes you don't see, you know, how bad or, or, or I'll even say if it was a clean check, you just kind of see Kaner, you know, flip to the side. He was holding his knee. And so me 
part of being on that line and, and being a bigger guy on the team, you know, and I'm, I'm always going to stand up for my teammates. And that's something that uh, my dad and my parents instilled in me is that, you know, if someone's, you know, getting messed with in your fa- on your family or on your team, then uh, you're a guy that's going to need to get in there and step up. And, you know, you may not win every fight, but uh, you got to show up. And, and that's the biggest thing. And so, um, you know, I still remember that fight. I actually went to camp with Strolls uh, this summer in Florida, or sorry, this uh, fall in Florida, and we had a good laugh about it at that time. Too. Yeah, that's 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 great when you can just laugh with the guy you fought about. That's what's so great about the hockey world. I mean, that's that's that that must have been fun. It was, and, and I mean, I know I knew back then that he wasn't a fighter, and you know, he I don't even know if he's had a fight since then. So um, it, it's always uh, kind of funny when you have a, a little trip down memory lane, can have a good laugh about it. Absolutely. So you played with the Chicago Blackhawks during their first Stanley Cup championship. In 49 years, you got to score the first Blackhawks goal in the finals on a one-timer from Marion Hossa. What were the emotions of that goal like for you? Uh, that was one of the most memorable goals that I've ever scored. You know, that's and, and uh, probably my first goal in the NHL. Um, just because the magnitude of it, the timing of it, uh, you know, we had just got scored on. I think that one was the one that went off uh, Yalmerson's head and in. Um, and we were able to jump back right away. And I know for me personally, I had some nerves going into that series. And uh, to be able to score that goal, that first one, get those emotions, you know, fired up and ready ready to go for the rest of the series, that put me as in, as a player at ease a little bit, um, just to know that, hey, even though it's the finals, it's, it's still just playing hockey. Absolutely. It's still the finals. You just stick to your game, simplify the game down, and good things will happen. Yeah, and you know what, like, I, I, when I was younger in, in junior, I had a, a coach, uh, Curtis Hunt, and he, he always told me, dance with brought to the dance, and that just kind of means be the player that you are, and, and don't change your game, and so it doesn't matter if it's, you know, going from the AHL to the NHL, or, or going, you know, playing in the finals, uh, what, do, do what you do that got you there and made you successful, and so that's, uh, that's what that meant to me. Absolutely, so you got to play with the great eight, in Washington, Alexander Ovechkin, during your time with the Capitals, everyone knows him for the player that he is, the scoring machine, but what is something people might not know about Alex from just watching him play? Um, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that's so passionate about hockey, and, and he loves to win. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that, that puts up 50 year after year, and he's going to be in a debate for one of the most dominant scorers in, in the game ever. And, and uh, just his, his passion to win. And, and you know what? He, he expects the best out of himself. And you can see it in his game night in and night out. And, uh, you know, I, I really feel that he's evolved as a player uh, over the years, which has got him to be able to, to hoist the Stanley Cup a few seasons ago. But, uh, you know, he's one of the nicest, generous guys you'll ever meet. He would always throw team parties for us and you know we bring our kids and he would be in the toy room playing with the kids the majority of the night just because just because he's, he's a big fun loving guy he loves kids energy he, he just loves a big bold personality and, and uh, lots of energy yeah absolutely so you scored against the Blackhawks as a member of the St. Louis Blues in game seven of the 2016 Stanley Cup playoffs what emotions went through that goal and was it at all awkward scoring against the team that got you the Stanley Cup um you know what I wouldn't say it was awkward um because I had been you know a couple years removed five years removed from the Hawks and so I've had enough time to play against them I scored you know a a pretty big goal against them in in the winter classic when I was still in Washington so um you know you always have a soft spot for your old team you always want to see them win 
um, and do well as a city and a franchise. But uh, at that time, you got to put that kind of stuff aside and just realize that uh, we were the ones that wanted to go on and compete for a Stanley Cup further. And, and for me to be able to score that goal, uh, it was bittersweet. You know, it, uh, I owe a lot to the Blackhawks organization, but uh, but at that time I was a blue and I wanted to win that series so bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, the passion you put in that series. I remember it just going hard to the net. And when you put hard to the net... Things, good things will happen, and that's exactly what happened on that play. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we got a nice little turnover at center ice, and, and uh, you know, Staz and then Fabs made a good play, and like you said, I usually, I'm a type of guy that uh, stops in front and puts my stick on the ice, and, you know, it maybe took me a, a whack or two more than I, I would have hoped, but uh, the end result was what we were looking for. Absolutely. So what was the return like for you to St. Louis during this abbreviated season? Um, it, it was kind of weird. Um, just with everything that's kind of happened uh, to me, you know, getting sent home out of camp from Florida, spending a couple weeks where I was skating with the junior team back in Calgary, and, and then being given an opportunity to come back to St. Louis is, is uh, it was amazing for me. Is you know, the majority of the guys that I played with here are still on the team. Um, you know, so it made it nice and easy. Our family had lived here for a year before, so our daughter went right back into the same school. We moved back into the same area. I think if it was, you know, a lot of other cities where we didn't have that familiarity, um, I, for one, I, I may not have made the team, and, and two, I may not have uh, decided to bring the family down. So just that comfort level, it made it so much easier for us to make the transition as a family. And, you know, any player will tell you if your family is, you know, comfortable and happy, then you're going to be able to just have some fun and play some hockey and so for me um you know what i knew i still had some good hockey left in me and i still think that now and, and for me to be able to be given another opportunity in st louis uh you know it's been it's been a crazy crazy couple months especially with what's going on now but uh it's all been worth it just to be able to keep playing put that blues jersey back on again and compete absolutely so what's next for troy brown what are you looking forward to for the 2020 21 season like what do you want to accomplish play again <laughs> you know and I'm kind of getting to the end of the career and, and uh, you know I'm just kind of hanging on year to year at the moment but uh, you know like I said I, I still feel like I have a lot of really good hockey left in me I can still move well um, you know I, I play the game the right way in my opinion and, and uh, you know I, I still work hard and take care of myself so um, I, I'd love to be able to play if not then it's something that uh, me and the family are going to have to uh, think about when we cross that path but uh, for me it's it's all I'm focused on is, is trying to get in, hopefully have a good playoffs, and uh, find a place to play for next season. Absolutely. Anything you want to add for our listeners in the Chicagoland area and beyond? Oh, just that, uh, you know, being a Blackhawk was one of the greatest thrills of my hockey career, and being able to be a part of a championship team, um, you know, it's something that I'll never forget. Uh, me and my wife always make an opportunity, or make an effort to come back to Chicago at least once every summer to uh, see the city and, and have some fun, and, and so Chicago's a a huge part of my life and my family's life, and, and uh, it's a city and a, and a fan base that uh, will always be very uh, close to us. Absolutely. Troy Brower, Blackhawks alum. Troy, thank you so much for the time. No problem. Thanks for